Welcome to the AutoWorks Podcast. I'm John Lonis, owner of AutoWorks Service and Repair in Prescott Valley, Arizona. Tune in every week as we navigate the winding roads of car care, share professional tips and tricks, and give you our takes on the ever-changing automotive industry. All right. Hi, my name is John Lonis. I'm with AutoWorks Service and Repair here in Prescott Valley, Arizona. And I've got a friend and shop uh, foreman of mine here, Mark Robinson. And we're going to do a little bit of talking and some tips and tricks. And um, hopefully this podcast goes okay. So welcome <laughs> to the show, Mark. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> okay. I guess let's start off with the tech shortage that we have. Let's start off with a real big subject out there, tech shortage. And what do you do and why do you think there's a tech shortage in our industry? I think there's several different reasons. A, a big, well, first of all, a couple of statistics, uh, three out of five new technicians coming into the industry leave within the first two years. And is that because it's just too hard or they just don't have the training in high school? Um, what type of... <laughs> I, I think a big portion is when they get into their first jobs, they don't have a very good support structure for them. Um, when you're coming in, you don't really make that much. The work's really, really hard. And you have to invest a lot of time in training, education, and a lot of money in tools. Um, I don't know if people realize that technicians have to purchase their own tools. And they're very, very expensive. I know you have a great big toolbox that you uh, spend a small fortune on. Uh, no, uh, hopefully my wife's not listening to this. Cause, uh, yeah, I've only spent a few thousand dollars over my career, honey. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it is definitely an expensive career to get into. And the other thing that, that I kind of want to put out there too is it's a career that you can make a good living at. Oh, for sure. You're definitely respected as a good technician, mechanic, however you want to label ourselves. Um, it's a really good lucrative career and it's a good knowledge and skill to have. Um, it's not like the old days where you had Cooter on Dukes of Hazard and uh, <laughs> Goober over there in uh, Mayberry that was trying to fix cars. And there were not greasy slobs. We're definitely very much professional. And um, there's a lot of knowledge that everyone carries. And not all of them can carry all the knowledge, but um, some of them specialize in the electronic drivability stuff, other ones in the heavy line repair, you know, rebuilding front ends or rebuilding transmissions or engines. Um, there's a lot of a lot of different areas, and I don't think we're going to be able to find anybody that's a master of all the areas anymore. No. Um, us older guys, me in particular, I don't like computers and programming and stuff. <laughs> that is not an area I want to play with. Um, but the younger generation, they know how to find stuff on their phones. They can program. They love that type of stuff. And the older generation... We're kind of old and grumpy in our ways. We're not going to learn it. But there's a lot of different facets or different areas in the automotive industry that you can get into. Yeah. And I think it's a fun career. It's it's definitely challenging and exciting. And there's good money to be made even as a technician. Like, sure. You know. it, it amazes me now how much of my day is spent at a computer doing research and looking at wiring diagrams and seeing how things work rather than actually working on the car. And that's probably why your hands are a lot cleaner. You got to, yeah. you know, keep short nails so you can hit that keyboard. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, and I see that. I see a lot of that. You do sit at that computer desk and you're sitting there trying to do your programming and stuff. And you're not as old as me, but you're getting up there in age too. And it's nice. We have some younger kids. It's 
they know how to run these computers. Oh yeah, just do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And if we can explain it to them, then they can actually make the digital portion of it happen. Yeah. 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 The, the, how quickly the technology has gone is just incredible. You know, if you look at, you know, an old wind up window where you used to have to do it manually, you know, just one gear, two gears. And now there's, you know, four modules and 80 feet of wiring to make that window go up and down. I don't think they have manual windows. I, I've been at car lots and I don't think you can find manual. Oh, and that's what I'm saying is like a new power window. Yeah. You know, it's completely digital. And do you have any good rhyme or reason why they had to put a computer to run everything that's in a door with a door lock and a window? My personal feeling is that people have been getting kind of dumber, (laughs) so they have to make the car smarter. Okay. That could be it. We're, we're being lazy. Maybe the generation. <laughs> there you go. That's what lazy. it is. Yeah. We're not getting unsmart. We're just, yeah. Um, but yeah, they've definitely come, uh, made cars much more complex and computer. They, they rely on computers to do anything and everything. I, I know you've got a, a lovely vehicle down there that you just love and, and have nightmares of or dream about at nighttime. One that got struck by lightning and, you're yes. On module number 11? Uh, seven or eight right now, I think. <laughs> that got shorted. And when they don't talk, it makes it really difficult to try to find out why. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, I think uh, high schools, why why did they stop the trades? They, they stopped the woodworking, the, the steel metal shop. They stopped auto shop. I, I don't think it was that expensive for them to maintain a, 4,000 square foot room with a bunch of cars or saws in there. Yeah. You know, the, the wood shop and metal shop, I can kind of see, you know, I remember my first day in wood shop in junior high, the, the teacher just said, you know, someone's going to be bleeding today, you know, (laughs) who, I don't know who's going to be first, but someone will bleed today. So I can see getting rid of the saws and that kind of thing. The auto shop though, I'm, I don't, I don't know why. Um, you know, I loved auto shop. It was my favorite class by far. And it was part of the reason I actually graduated from high school. I went to school so I could go to auto shop so I could fix my car. So that grade kept your <clears throat> average up in order to Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. But, you know, these days it's, you know, the, the feeling is if you don't go to a standard regular college, you're not going to be successful. And that's just not the case. Right. Um, yeah, that was something that I remember my parents telling me is, you know, go to college, get an education, this and that, and, you know, be smart. Don't be like your dad and, you know, working on cars or building boxes. And um, I don't know. I just, my teachers, I never clicked with the teachers. I didn't want to go to college. Um, English class was terrible for me, as you're probably hearing me speak. It's a good <laughs> thing you're not seeing my writing because that's even worse. Um but I liked cars. It clicked. That was my freedom. Yeah. As soon as I got my driver's license at age 16, I was gone. Same. I was, I was gone before I got my driver's license and got in trouble a few times. But um, yeah, a car is freedom. And nowadays, this younger generation, they don't care about a driver's license or getting a car until they're 18, 20 years old. And it's like, wow, that was my freedom. I guess I, we just didn't have the social media stuff. And that's you know, we actually had to go see our friends, yeah. go pedal our bikes to leave the house or something instead of all this virtual reality stuff and online gaming and, and stuff. So, yeah, I miss the, the younger days of just, you know, be home before the streetlights come on. Yeah. You know, that's when dinner was going to be served. So. Well, I know when I got my daughter her first car, I was trying to explain that to her. It's like, 
just this freedom for you. Like you can leave now. You can go wherever you want. You can do stuff. And then two years later, she goes, Dad, I just I don't want to drive anymore. I'm done driving. <laughs> like, oh no, okay. Wow. I can't imagine that. You know, well, like again, I mean, I'm I'm not up with the times doing the social media stuff. This is now I'm just getting into doing a podcast. This is something I've seen and heard about for the last, you know, five, eight years. And okay, I I'll join the bandwagon, I guess. And <laughs> see what's out there so here i am but, uh, yeah i think the automotive field it's definitely it can be lucrative um when it comes to pay scale you know you get paid for your knowledge and that's something you can make some really good money there's technicians out there back in the day when i was just a kid um, helping my dad out in the garage on a creeper um, wages were pretty cheap i mean a, a Good technician would make thirty thousand dollars a year, maybe thirty-five thousand a year, and that's that could be at an independent shop or a dealer. And nowadays, it's not a problem or uncommon to see a technician making eighty, ninety, hundred thousand plus yeah. a year. And repair shops now, the independents, we have benefits. We have retirement plans for you. You know, you could actually retire from being a mechanic. Um, yep. Uh, if you can save your money while you're while you're turning a wrench, you can retire even sooner. I yeah. know a few people that have retired retired in the late forties, early fifties. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still out there trying to to make a nickel, but it's fun and it's a life that I'm glad that I have it because I don't know if I could sit behind a desk and look at a computer screen all day long. Yeah, you know, the fumes and what these cars have. It's nice, you know. <laughs> fixing stuff is fun you know even if you're just doing something around your house you know you change the light bulb but now it works yay oh. and you know we're fixing things all day long you know and you, you're finding a problem you come up with a solution and you make a repair and it's rewarding yeah we are we're fixing people's freedom yeah so they can hey there you go take a vacation they can go to work now <laughs> right and sit behind their desk <laughs> and, and count colors and crayons and stuff but yeah, I, and I do. I like the automotive field. It's a challenge. It's It can be very different daily. Um, yes. You're in the same field fixing something, but sometimes you're working on a truck that was struck by lightning. Sometimes you're working on a 1970 El Camino that's been sitting in a field <laughs> for 40 years. Um, there's a wide variety of things that are out there, and um, it, it can be a challenge every day if you want it to. Um, also, if you don't want it to be a challenge, you can do dealership or you can get into a place where you just specialize in only doing air conditioning mm -hmm. and you can do air conditioning all year long here in Arizona. You, you can stay busy all year sure. doing air conditioning. Um, but if you have a special field that you want to go into, you can specialize in that. And with the millions of cars that are on the road nowadays and the price of the new cars, a lot of people are keeping their older cars longer. Yeah. So they need to have maintenance on it. Um, we have a, a diesel truck in here. I thought it only had 360,000 miles on it. You corrected me and said it was 470. Yeah, 470. Yeah. And people maintain their vehicles. That's that's a love affair for that vehicle to continue to maintain. And honestly, if it costs you, you know, $1,500, $2,000, dollars a year to maintain, it's cheaper than that brand new $70,000 truck that's uh, a $1,200 a month payment. Yeah. And then you still have to fix it when it breaks after three years and it's out of warranty. So... I think that's another reason why people are keeping their cars in the automotive industry repair field 
it's going to stay around for a long time. I mean, we're not worried about electric cars taking over. They break yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Yep. And the hybrid cars, there's plenty of vehicles out there, and we're always evolving. We're always going to school and learning. This year in 24, I know you're looking at signing us and our technicians up for some hybrid classes and some more of the electric stuff because those vehicles will now be coming out of warranty. And they're, some people don't want to have to go back to the dealership and be roped into going to the dealership for their stuff. And with the automotive industry, and I know a couple of national organizations, they're trying to give us the information to fix these specialty cars that are automatically go back to the electric Mm-hmm. dealer and stuff and so it's nice we're going to be seeing more of those vehicles for more than just tires and brakes we're going to be playing with the electric motors and their braking system and steering system and again that's where technology is changing we're going to have to find somebody that's good with the onboard computer programming and the automatic driver assist module and systems that they yeah. have that drive themselves so that's different from us old 50 60 year olds that still have manual steering and a big <laughs> steering wheel we're gonna have to figure out how to adjust the joystick yeah you know for these guys so it's always evolving it's always a challenge it's an industry that we survived the pandemic and we were deemed necessary um, we had to keep the police cars and ambulances and everybody else the essential workers yep still going to work and stuff so it's an industry that you can find a job in any town state probably country i haven't been out of the country but i'm sure if you have the automotive knowledge and some smarts to how to correct things and how to fix things on cars it's a career you can have for as long as you want yeah 100 yeah. percent. so um so anybody that wants to get out there in the automotive field or learn anything about automotive check out the local colleges they've got some neat classes there are some after high school trade schools that you can go to um some of the shops that are out there independent shops they're kind of a little bit more friendly and acceptable um, if you're interested in it give them a call and we'll give you a tour of what an automotive shop is actually like um, we can show you the the goods and bads of it um, sometimes during an interview mark and i like to really pick on somebody that's coming <laughs> from coming from a, a fast food industry and thinks they want to be a yeah. mechanic because they saw that we're offering wages starting at $60,000 and oh yeah I want to do that and we get them in and give them a real taste of the reality so um, talk to your local shops if you're really interested in it we'll give you a walkthrough we'll, we'll put you to work and show you how to do an oil change sure and see if it's something that you really like because it will be a commitment if you want to make a career out of it it will be a long-term commitment you will be buying tools for the rest of your life, as long as you're turning a wrench. I don't turn a wrench, but I still have a snap-on tool bill every week. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, if it's something that you're interested in, ask questions. And then if you really like it, then yeah, take a class at the college. Um, take a welding class if you want to get into that. That's something else that's in the automotive field. Mm-hmm. If you like doing welding, you can get into an exhaust shop. Make custom exhaust and headers and mufflers and all that neat, nifty, fancy stuff. Um, there's a lot of different fields in it and we'd like to get more people involved with it and let you know that it is a clean, respectful position, a good career that you can have and, um, raise your family and support your family and make a good living and retire from. So, and just to add on to that, it, it's the, the technology advances so fast and you have to continue learning it's not like you get to a certain point where i'm done now i know how to fix cars 
Um, you know, we're constantly going to training, going to schools, um, just to try and stay on top and keep up with how the technology is advancing. We do that. Yeah. We've got seven technicians on the floor right now, and some of them have two or three years experience and the other ones have up to 30, 35 plus years of experience. And we require them to go to school and we pay for those classes and we, you know, whether they're during work hours or after hours, they get paid to go and learn this stuff. And hopefully they gain more knowledge and more ideas of this is an area that I do want to learn more on. Mm -hmm. And they get hungry for that position because the longer they're in the field, their body breaks down a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And so if they want to graduate from doing heavy line stuff on replacing engines and transmissions and timing chains and their back is broken or they blew out a knee or a shoulder, now they can get into the diagnosing diagnosing side of things and learn how to do this programming and the ADOS and the electronic side of things. Mm -hmm. It's a lot less physical. It's a lot more mental. Yes. <laughs> so you do have to have a sharp mind for that and be able to put up with a lot of stress and wonder why did the engineers do this? Yeah. Um, and if you're going to go into the European field, you definitely <laughs> have to have a good mind because they didn't make sense. No, in a lot of no. things. <laughs> but um, yes, if you're, if anybody's interested, um, give me a call here at AutoWorks, uh, 928-775-3332. And um Talk to myself, Mark, Chris, my manager. If you're interested, we can do a walkthrough of the shop, kind of sit down with you and let you know this is a great field. Yeah. You know, it's not for everybody, but it can be a great field and you can definitely support your family and make a good living at it. Absolutely. All right. Well, hopefully this is a good first show or a good show podcast. And we will have more tips and tricks coming up on more future podcasts. So um, thanks for listening. And again, this is AutoWorks Podcast. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. If you have a question for the show, for me, or about your car or truck, don't hesitate to call us. Our number is 928-628-6898. Or you can visit AutoWorksServiceAndRepair.com. Please reach out because we're always happy to help. Remember, you won't find jerks at AutoWorks. AutoWorks is proud to be part of Cast 11, Prescott's podcast network.